Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 17. Episode 34. This is Writing Excuses. Dialogue Masterclass Episode 7. Developing Subtext. 15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're between the lines. I'm Dan. I'm Mary Robinette. I'm Maurice. And I'm Howard. 
Awesome. So we are going to talk about subtext today. Uh, and I think the very first question I want to ask you, Maurice, is what is subtext? So subtext. Um, so when I think about subtext, so uh, I'm going to try math analogy here, so bear with me. Uh, so dialogue operates in, in three dimensions. There's uh, text, uh, subtext, and context. And so the way I think about it is text is like the words on the page. Subtext is what the, what the layer of meaning underneath uh, the words on the page. And context is what's going on around those words. Um, and so when I think about subtext, I mean, we, and we all intuitively understand subtext because, you know, if I come home, and my wife is on the couch and and watching TV and uh, and I go, hey, is anything wrong? And she says, no, everything's fine. Like my spidey senses are going to go off uh, at, at just on an intuitive level. I, I know something's going on. The, the words on the page were, no, everything's fine. And yet I know because of context and subtext, yeah, maybe everything is not fine. So that, that's why I think about that's that's one way I think about subtext. Yeah, uh, subtext is very useful in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of things that you can accomplish with it. You can say things without coming right out and saying them. You can have the characters inferring and implying things. Uh, you can even get around uh, various, you know, sensors. <laughs> is some of the ways that I've used subtext in the past as well. So. Uh, it's it's a useful dialogue tool because if you can pack something with subtext, you can it, it becomes very information rich, right? The same things are being said, but we understand much more than just the words that are being said. So I guess the question is, how do you do that? How do you imbue something with this extra hidden meaning? So I want to use what the, the framework that Maurice has already set up, which is that there's the text, subtext, and context. Subtext, and this is important, exists between the text and the context. You cannot have subtext without having context to, to compare it to. So here's an example, which I, I think I have used before. Um, so I come from the American South, which is what is called a high-context region. So high-context culturally means that in order to participate in the conversation, you have to have a lot of context because so much of it happens subtextually. Um, so these are examples like the American South, large parts of Asia, um, these uh, Brazil, as I understand it, um, will have big parts of the conversation that everybody understands, but is not actually said out loud. So my husband, by contrast, comes from a low-context culture, which is you just say things directly and without, without much subtext. So here's the actual conversation. My mom says, there's a bag of apples on the counter in the kitchen, and I reply oh, okay, I can have a pie made for dinner tomorrow night. And my husband's like, wait a minute. Where did the pie come from? And I'm like, well, she just said that there's a bag of apples on the counter in the kitchen. Because to me, contextually, this is very clear based on the relationship my mom and I have. All of the subtext in there is I bought a bag of apples. If you have time to make a pie, it would be really great, but I don't want to put you out. And and I'm like, oh, 
making a pie sounds awesome. I don't have time or energy tonight, but I could do it tomorrow night. But you only get the pieces of dialogue on other either end of that. There's a bag of apples on the counter in the kitchen. Great, I can have a pie for tomorrow night. My husband is like, wouldn't, she, don't you think she was just offering you an apple? And I'm like, no, because then she would have said, do you want an apple? Or more likely, because high context society, she would have just brought me apples to avoid the other conversation, which is, would you like an apple? No, thank you. I couldn't. Really, they're very fresh. No, seriously, I just can't take an apple. But these are apples that were picked at my grandmother's farm. Oh, well, in that case, of course, I'd love to try an apple. So when you're when you're thinking about this, this subtext, you have to think about the the context that goes around it because, and this is the other fun thing, people will read the subtext based on their cultural understanding of how subtext works. They will bring their own context to the conversation. So if I said to my husband, there's a bag of apples on the counter in the kitchen, and he didn't, well, actually, I would never say that to him because I know that he, let's be clear, I know Mm -hmm. that he does not have the context. But if I were writing a novel and I wanted to make things awkward, then my character would just say that. And then my character would get mad because he didn't read the subtext, which would be very clear to everyone there. Um, so, so thinking about the subtext as the unspoken part that is kind of uh, held in suspension between text and context. Okay, so let me, let me follow this up. Let's say that you were going to put into a book that conversation with your mother. How would you provide the right contextual clues to let a non-Southern audience understand what was what was really going on? So this is where you have to use the the non the non-spoken the the other pieces of dialogue. So we've been talking about dialogue as the um, the the lines that are said out loud, but there's also all of the other pieces. There's the body language, and then there's the character's interpretation of the line that is said. So this is where you would deploy something like free and direct speech, where the character interprets it as part of the narrative, um, or, you know, so so that my character might think, oh, yeah, I know that mom really wants a pie. That's why she's mentioning the apples. Um, or actually, if it's free and direct, she knew that her mother really wanted a pie. She didn't have the energy to do it that night. So she made a counteroffer. I could have a pie ready tomorrow night. Awesome. Yeah. In thinking about the pie thing, um, it occurred to me that the way the apples are described tells you whether or not they are pie apples or eaten apples. In There's a bag. a bag of apples on the counter. Is in pie the kitchen. Apples. I've In the kitchen. On the counter. Yeah. A bag of apples in the kitchen. Um I put apples in the fruit basket on the counter is I found some apples that I think you will love and I have set them in this basket and I would, I would love for you to try one because we have this thing about artisanal apples and eating them and whatever. Um, and it's the difference between the bag and the basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Context. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Okay, let's uh, pause for the book of the week, which uh, Maurice, this is you oh, this time. <clears throat> yeah, so it's a book. It's, it's not out yet. I believe it comes out uh, early 2023. It's called The, the Lies of the Ajungo. And it's uh, by Moses Ose uh, Utomi. And uh, uh, so it's a novella. I've read this novella twice uh, already. Uh, I, I really love it. I'm just going to read the back cover copy for you real quick. So in, in the city of lies, they cut out your tongue when you turn 13 to appease the terrifying Ajungo empire and make sure it continues sending water. 
Uh, Tutu will be 13 in three days, but his parched mother won't last that long. So Tutu, Tutu goes to his Oba and makes a deal. She provides water for her mother, for his mother. And in exchange, he'll travel out to the desert and bring back water for the city. And thus he begins his quest for salvation for his mother, the city, and himself. And uh, the great thing I love about this book is this book moves at the speed of fable, if, if that makes sense. Uh, uh, Moses has a way of just uh, mm-hmm. just weaving magic into into all, all of his uh, all the lines in this book. So like everything has a certain weight to it uh, on top of just the, the lush language that he uses. So uh, I've I've really enjoyed uh, this book obviously twice. Um, and, and just, uh, I love the, the magic that just it, this book is just imbued with. Cool. That is The Lies of the Ajungo by Moses Ose Utomi. That'll be out next year in 2023. So look for it then. Okay. So let's uh, talk some more about subtext. Um, Howard, how are you able to put subtext into the into the work that you do in comics it's actually pretty easy because you can have a dialogue bubble whose words disagree with at least on the surface the facial expression the body language of the character and i didn't you know i didn't have to use words to describe how the character was standing um i can just I can just communicate all of the body language with the dialogue and the subtext is right there. Um, In prose, it's something that I've had to learn and something which I've had to actually back off of a little bit because I can see when I'm writing, I can see the way people are talking, the way they're uh, the, the things their faces are doing, the things they're doing with their hands. Um, and I have to decide which of it is important and which of it is not, because I'm capable of describing all of it, but it really slows down a scene when I do that. And so for me, uh, subtext is an exercise in, um, it's like an exercise in, in risk reward management, you know, which of these, which of these little bits of body language uh, can I describe for the most impact and which do I just need to let slide because there isn't, there isn't enough page. The, the other thing that, that you just said that, that I want to key off of is, is body language um, and, and seeing them interact. But sometimes what the t- subtext is, is not a specific line that I just didn't say out loud. Sometimes the subtext is just a, a mood. You know, that, a, that the subtext is this character is annoyed all the way through the scene. Because there's, um, like there's what's called direct versus indirect communication. Uh, and I referred to this earlier. Direct is, will you pass the salt? Indirect is, is there salt? Um, even more indirect is, ooh, this food is a little bland. Um, although oh, that's actually, direct. <laughs> yeah, that is direct. Actually, those are, that's scratch that. Those are fighting words, <laughs> unless you're in like a. Um, but, but thinking about um, when you're when you're crafting that subtext, thinking about your character's emotional state 
is also going to really express, really help you guide how that happens. Yeah, so I think... Okay. Go yeah, ahead, Maurice. Uh, so one way I think about subtext, uh, just like Mary Robinette said, is, is just like, so subtext is the emotional charge uh, underneath what's being said, right? And a lot of times, um, the, the, you're, you know, as you're seeing the scene, the characters, they're going to betray um, what, what they're really feeling in some in subtle different, in, in several subtle different ways, right? Um, well, <laughs> again, I'm a TV junkie. But uh, one of the one of the shows I watched, one of the police procedurals I, I watched, which really was a uh, helped me out a lot in this, was a show called. It only lasted like three seasons. Called "Lie to Me," um, and it was uh, based on the a book by uh, Paul uh, Ekman. I, I think he wrote a book called "Telling Lies," but it's all about microexpressions, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and just watching how they would explain how microexpressions work, all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, hang on. So now we're, I'm, I'm getting to see just the direct correlation between what the body betrays about what the person's really feeling. And now I'm able to convey that in the text. And so, it, you know, and, and for us as writers, it's like, oh, I could, I don't need as many dialogue tags if I'm writing, you know, their physical reaction to something. What was their physical reaction? What was their facial expression? What was, what, what other kind of body language are, are they, are, are they betraying with what's being said in, in the moment? So that, that's one thing that helped yeah. a lot. So while we're talking about this, I, I actually want to talk about the opposite of subtext, which is mm. on the nose. Because um, one of the flaws that you'll see sometimes with uh, early career writers or published writers, too, is that you'll read something and you're like, wow, that's really on the nose dialogue. And what that means is that the character is saying exactly what they're thinking in the moment without any subtext at all. and. And it is exactly serving the plot in that moment. There's no, there's no tension. There's no, there's, it's just statements that are not. There's nothing to unpack. There's nothing to unpack at all. Um, And it's fine for a character to do that occasionally. But if you have a string of it where everyone is doing that, that's where you wind up with on-the-nose dialogue. Yeah, the... uh... Both on-the-nose dialogue and subtext can be very useful tools uh, culturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for ex- a, a good example of on-the-nose being very good, um, I just watched uh, a movie from India called RRR. And it's about two guys, you know, two revolutionaries in the early 1900s in India uh, who end up meeting each other. And then there's a song because it's an Indian movie and they have songs. Uh, they have a whole song where the lyrics are as on the nose as it could be. These two guys just met each other. Now they're best friends, even though one of them is secretly working against the other one and doesn't realize it. Like it's the whole plot of the movie just described to you by a guy singing a song. (laughs) Culturally, that's really valuable because I don't, I'm not a part of that culture. There are nuances to their interaction and to their relationship that I would have missed without that song to say, hey, gringo who's watching this, let me explain some stuff to you. Uh, At the same time, subtext can be really useful for cultural reasons as well. Uh, Some of the right for hire stuff that I have written, I, uh, in, in one, for example, I wanted to make two of the characters gay and they did not let me. 
for corporate reasons. They're like, no, we will not allow that. We're not going to have gay characters. So I was able to make them clearly gay in subtext so that someone looking for it will be able to see it. And someone who doesn't want that in their fiction doesn't have it. That kind of stuff is so useful as a way of giving your audience the kind of stuff that they need. Uh, The ability to see yourself in fiction, uh, especially for marginalized groups, often comes through subtext because we can't say it out loud. Yes. And just, again, to underline what Dan is talking about, the the thing is that those clues are there for someone who has the right context and is looking for it. Absolutely. But for someone who does not live in that context, they aren't there. Um, and also, I think that we should all acknowledge that um, that the, the corporate overlords are, are in the wrong in that particular uh, Absolutely. Case. That that was the subtext of my statement, yes. Yes. I, I was saying the, the quiet part out loud for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Very on the nose. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's, uh, let's slide into our homework. Um, I want you to, uh, we're going to, we're going to force you to develop subtext. Um, I want you to take a work in progress. Um, if you want to grab that, that transcript that we had earlier, that's also fine. Um, but s- grab grab a scene with dialogue where you understand what's going on in that scene. And as a writing exercise, I want you to just delete every third line, regardless of who's saying it, regardless of how important it is. I just want you to delete every third line and then go back and try to use nonverbal cues to make the dialogue still make sense. This is writing excuses. You are out of excuses. Now go write. For this episode of Writing Excuses, your hosts were Dan Wells, Mary Robinette Kowal, Maurice Broadus, and Howard Taylor. It was engineered by Daniel Thompson and mastered by Alex Jackson. To find more of Writing Excuses and support us, check out patreon.com slash writing excuses. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.